You're listening to WrestlingTradingCards.com. we're good to go dude we're good okay. to go all right how, how you doing brian uh, i'm doing good uh let's see i, I work overnight so uh my uh, i'm kind of jet lagged half the week so uh i'm awake now so <laughs> weird sleep schedule that's great so uh, i'm actually kind of excited to have you on today uh because uh, you've been recommended by several people like you gotta talk to this guy brian you gotta talk to this guy brian i mean <laughs> his shit is what started uh, you know this whole uh you know the indie trading card scene you're kind of credited with that. It's like there was a few indie cards globally. There's some in Germany, some in England, it's like that. But they're far and few between. Then you come out with your set, and all of a sudden, everybody now wants to have an indie card set. Uh, I mean, you started with the one with PWG, but how, how did it all happen? How did that start? Well, you know, PWG kind of stopped doing graphic design. I don't know if you noticed, like around 2011, 2010. They just kind of just stopped doing it and just relying on the whole Twitter thing, right? So at the time, I just got out of college, and I just taken this Photoshop class, and I was just kind of like, I want to kind of hone some skills. So, you know, every show I would do a graphic design thing, and it would just kind of get viral. And then Bola happened around 2014, and I made, like, individual graphics for each, you know, person, and that kind of spread to the next year. And then the next year, I was like, okay, uh, what do I do this year in terms of, like, design for each wrestler, you know, put it online? And you were doing, designs, you were doing designs just for the website. Right. Just for fun. Just, just for, for fun. fun. Just because okay. because like, you know, PWG was not doing anything. They hardly had any graphic design until like a DVD would come out. So they were not doing anything at all. So I was just doing it and it would get viral and we get people excited for the shows and kind of went from there. Cody Rhodes comes with the list in 2016. Remember that? Yep. With the list. Mm -hmm. So he mentions PWG and Bola. So I was like, oh, great. Like he's coming to Bola. I'm going to find a Dusty Rhodes shirt to wear. So I type in Dusty Rhodes shirt on Google. All of a sudden, all this weird stuff comes up. You know how with Google and the weird hashtags sure. and all those things. The WCW cards pop up from 1990. Oh, I remember those cards from 90. And everything just started clicking in my head. And then I was like, I can do this with the current guys in Bola. Do this. And then those will be my graphics for each guy this year. And then all of a sudden, it got viral. A couple weeks later, I get this email from uh, my friend now. His name is Chris Smith. And he's the guy who prints the cards in Arkansas. He reaches out to me and he's like, I got this extra card stock. We can print them out for free and you can hand them out at the shows at, at Bola this, um, for 2016. And I was like, yeah, if you could provide me that, uh, that'd be amazing. So he did it for free for me. So your, and, your, your uh, investment is just your time now in designing and actually teaching yourself exactly. graphics. <laughs> yeah. So this was all 2016, all just like on a whim. And I was like, if you can do this for free. And he did. If you notice the original 2016 cards, I don't know if you know have them, but I've never, I've really never had them. Never had. Yeah, they're that rare. <laughs> they're that rare. It's a very thin card stock compared to like the normal stock we would move on to because he just had extra of it. So that's why he was able to print it for free. Mm -hmm. So then, you know, next thing you know, uh, Michael from High Spots is at the shows. He, come up, he comes up to me. He's like, this is exactly what I've been looking for for these, you know, the gift boxes they do each month. They're the High Spot uh, subscription boxes. Yep. So we worked out this deal where, you know, I gave him all, you know, I gave him the designs because I was hand, hand them out for free because I'm not trying to sell them. That's copyright, all that kind of sure. thing. So High Spots actually, I guess, is contracted with PWG. So they're able to, you know, do that for them. And do, that's why they have the shirts and all the posters and stuff every time on HighSpots.com. So I worked out a deal with them where 
every for the next couple of years, I'll just print out a pocket, like pay out of pocket the ones that go out to the fans for free. And then high spots will just pay for how many they want to put together and the cost or whatever. And they'll print their own for their boxes. And that's the way it went. So for the next two years, we got to have this working relationship where I would hook up the fans at the shows. I would get free drinks or whatever, because, you know, they <laughs> you know for worth it <laughs> worth it you know so um i would be a little out of pocket but at the end of the day like it was still worth you know giving it to the fans and stuff and then high spots had this great marketing thing they had and it just worked out for the next two years so you did it in 2016 17 and 18 mm-hmm. and haven't and done then, it since uh they didn't want to do it last year i don't know what the reasoning was but um with you know pwg now there's not even a poll of this year so maybe it was just kind of meant to be yeah i was you know absence makes the heart grow fonder so i think with the whole covid thing you know i think next year it'll just be just you know just as more and much more important so i think with that in mind maybe they'll bring the cards back i don't know but um i went on to you know i reached out to the other promoters and i ended up working with aaw for their uh, gym lineup tournament and then i worked I, of course i reached out to gcw and now i'm working with gcw a lot more so that's been really cool. So um, it's been really cool to like actually be open with promoters and stuff. Because uh-huh. with the whole thing with PWG, it was just like, I was talking with Michael from High Spots the whole time. I never talk with Dragon. It's Super Dragon is yeah, just yeah. this elusive figure that you can't really get a hold of. Yeah. So it's really cool that I can talk to Brett Lauderdale, um, you know, Dr. Keith, uh, Danny Daniels, you know, all those people. So it's cool to be open with these promoters and work with them and stuff like that now. So your relationship with PWG has opened the door for other promotions for you being uh, friends Pretty with these much, people? Pretty much, yeah. Well, yeah. So how, how did your relationship build with PWG? Like, were you just a fan going to the shows and decided to go ahead and make do graphics one time? Yeah, I mean, no one else was doing it, and I just posted it on Twitter, and it just went viral. So from there, I was just like, okay, if people want it, I'm going to just keep making it, you know, all these graphics and stuff. And then that led to the cards, and then – all these people coming up to me and like, are you going to do the cards next year? Are you going to do the cards next year? So it went from there. And then once 2018 hit, I was like, okay, I did Bola three times. My new goal was spring break. So, you know, my, my buddy was good friends with Brett Lauderdale. He sweet talked Brett Lauderdale. We showed him some samples and it rolled from there. And then that's where you get the spring break cards from uh, last year. So those were highly successful as well. I haven't seen the other cards that I've barely seen because uh, we at WTC kind of stopped collecting the mid 2000s. Uh, well, me personally, uh, my partner, David still collects the, the base sets when he can. Usually I would get sent product from like tops or whoever, and I'd crack them open, see, you know, have the images and then send him the base set so he can have it. Uh, but you know, I, I cherish going after Indies cards and I really kind of regret not being part of the whole, this resurgence now. So like that, cause now it makes me want to go out and collect again. Cause I wasn't collecting at the time. I knew nothing about them. Uh, so I would have definitely gotten them had I known <laughs> if I was collecting at that time. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't even know where to go to get them if I wanted to, but uh, it, it just seems so cool that a lot of independents are are putting up trading cards now. Like, uh, why trading cards? Why do you think they're putting out trading cards? Is they easy to, to make or easy to do? I think not necessarily easy to. I mean, yeah, I have to come up with designs and stuff, but I think the cost is really worth it. And then, you know, something about down the line when, like, I've noticed a lot of these people that are trying to resell the cards, especially from 2016, you get really lucky with a guy like a Ricochet. You know what I mean? Where yeah. you didn't know where he was going to be in 2016. All of a sudden he's, you know, on WWTV and you see his card is worth like a hundred bucks now or something. Yeah. The ones that I made. Yeah. So I think it's just <laughs> this idea that I think indie promoters want to make a quick buck, which is fine, you know, but yeah. also just like, you never know with some of these guys you have on your roster and all of a sudden you can have like this card that's been associated with your promotion all these years ago kind of thing. I think that yeah. also is kind of appealing too, because like, 
I think GCW is going to have some guys that are going to be like that in a couple of years. Yeah. The way that PWG had it. So. Yeah. It's just, uh, there's, um, and be, outside of those, there's other companies that are doing them as well. I, I found out as well. They're doing their own cards. Yeah. It's, uh, it was, you know, I, people quote me or, you know, put me as like the source of the boom, but I don't know. Like I've seen some other cards before that, like you mentioned, but I guess if you do it so well enough, that's when everyone wants to start copying it. And I think the fact that it was PWG and like high spots picked up quick, it just kind of like picked up really fast. And I think that's why everyone kind of picked up on it in 2016. Yeah, it's a, they're, it's a fantastic boom all of a sudden. And I'm not, I'm not sure uh, you know, why the interest now as opposed like, you know, it's not like it's unheard of. They've done them in the 90s. Uh, yeah. In the early 2000s, there was a few uh, you know, independent cards that were done. But now all of a sudden in the last five years or so, I think, uh it's just been like this big boom and, yeah. I think, and i think you're right because it's um uh i think it's a cheaper way to kind of promote yourself exactly uh, yeah. obviously you want people to kind of know your promotion you're trying to promote your you know ticket sales and whatnot uh but it's so it's a cool thing to see now it's like that um when you were doing your first card sets uh what kind of what what motivated you to do that obviously you said you did a google search you found some old wcw cards i think you did I think they're based off the 91 impulse are they not yeah 91 and then uh some of the backsides i mixed like i kind of swapped them because i kind of wanted to mix and match like the 91 and 92 i think it was or around that era and um just something about those designs like something about the nostalgic feel because even when like i ran into people that i hadn't seen in a while at bola and they see the cards they're like oh my god that's my childhood yeah. So it's all about that nostalgia feel. That's why I kind of went with that nostalgia, not necessarily parody, but like uh, paying homage kind of thing. And I think that really, like, especially five years ago, like, you know, people were doing the parody thing a lot, especially with the shirts and stuff. And I think it still sells now, but not nearly as much. But I feel like 2016 was like the right time for that kind of nostalgia because mm -hmm. it, just, it just set it off and everyone just fell in love. You know what I mean? That's why I did the 2017 almost the same, but it's the, it's the 91 version with the black and the stars around it. Those are both the same year, by the way. Oh, the same year? Yeah, both. Okay. One, one is a championship marketing set and one's an impel yeah. set, both from 1991. Yeah, yeah okay. So two, yeah. two different companies. Like, uh, <laughs> so what did you, everyone did, loves them. Did you take a, a card and just like edit out the a cards and make a template yourself? I just basically recreated it. I like, I studied it and I was like, okay, I know what they did. I know what they did. This is a different layer. And that's, you know, I'm not exactly like a good illustrator. I can't really draw well, but I'm good at designing. Designing is like my thing. And like, um, I watch a lot of like uh, Western movies, Sergio Leone, that kind of thing. And it shows you how to frame things. And I think if you frame things correctly, you get the great kind of visual. You don't necessarily need to be a good hand art or draw sure, art sure. artist. So if you see my templates, it's like, it's, it's almost like a homage, but it's also simple, but it's also like effective and tells a story. That's kind of what I aim for. Not necessarily like, if you notice New Japan trading cards, they're just so all over the place and like yeah. all these different crazy graphics going on. They're very busy. They're very busy. I like less is more. And I like, that's why the old school stuff. And I always look at like, not even just wrestling trading cards. I'll look at trading cards from like the eighties, like the movies. Sure. Like remember how movie trading cards were a big thing. Like back yeah, in the look, day. Look at the seventies, man. They look Star Wars. It's a plain exactly. you know, gr green border, yeah. red border, purple border. It's exactly. all it was. But then if you look at the value, some of those cards still have as much value today as some of the other cards that are, you know what I mean? Like they're yeah. still valuable despite how simple and looking they are, but they're still effective. So that's kind of my simplicity style. Simplicity is best because, uh, you know, uh, we have our first trading card coming out to help for, uh, for donations to help fund the site and keep the site going. Sure. Yeah. We've, been, we've been paying for the site out of pocket since 2002. So uh, <laughs> we want to move it over, give it more of an updated fill and bring it back up to date again. Uh, so I thought part of the reason would be like maybe 
doing a, a fundraiser of some kind, but I wanted to give back in order to just say, Hey, give us money. And all the money's going to go into, you know, paying for the site. How about, you know, sure. give us some money and we'll give you something in return for it as well. Yeah. And uh, so we have the uh, Kevin Nash one will be the first trading card that we do. And that was a painting done by someone that I uh, commissioned to do that. Uh, and then uh, the card back, I was having such a, a bitch of a time trying to figure out how to do the card back. <laughs> and then somebody, yeah, it's, it's, who, it's who tricky. somebody looking, trying to see who it was. Somebody had recommended like, Hey, simple is better. And they showed me a design of theirs like that on, on Twitter. And I was like, I had like this whole like content, like having a faded back. Cause I use a lot of Photoshop myself. I right. do, uh, I do flyers and banners and, right, and right. Uh, for appearances like that. And uh, again, I don't know, like people like you, I'm, I'm self-taught. I just, you know, Google and YouTube it to learn something new, you know? Right. Uh, and then um, I did something. I just said, I'm going to go to sleep. I don't like what I'm doing. I hate everything I look at. So I'm going to go to sleep. I go in the morning, try again. I woke up the next morning. Yeah. I took the, I had the guy's thing in my mind going, simplicity is better. And all of a sudden I have this idea, boom, and stuck and we like it. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's uh, how it went for me, man. Cause like I would see the back of those WCW cards and like, it's very simple. They're, yep. they're not busy. They, they tell you the story of the wrestler and, you know, what's going on in the time frame of that wrestler and all that kind of thing. And that's what I liked about it. You know what I mean? And I, what I also enjoy now is the writing process on the back of the cards. So on the back of the so card, like, was it was it like a biography for them? I, I haven't seen the yeah. cards. I don't know. I've only seen. Yeah, yeah. Months. The back is like almost exactly like the WCW style where it's like two, gotcha. three paragraphs of writing. Sure. So the first set, I did almost all of them. And then the next year, like, bro, like these people came up and like, uh, we're for your friends. We can help you out with the writing. We're, we're just as passionate. So I would, we would get guest writers. And then by 2018, like we had like Jim Smallman write for one of them and some other random people. I think we had uh, uh, someone else write for Darby. Uh, Rob Naylor wrote for Darby. So that was cool. Just all these little guest appearances. <laughs> so that was kind of cool, you know, because like it, it showed that like everyone has just the same passion as you do especially with the writing and stuff yeah so that was pretty cool and then when i was doing the writing for the spring break cards it was me brett my other buddy and uh we were just kind of hashing it out just trying to figure out what to write and then we would just come up with these things you know i wrote for the rock and roll express on the back and i would just put these old school references and stuff <laughs> and then some of the other wrestlers i didn't really know like that would be brett and he would put all this stuff about putting the guy over so you know it's all about putting the person over and i think mm -hmm. that's what really important about the writing in the back of the card yeah design is always yeah and and sometimes like i said less is more and i uh, sometimes especially if you're a new fan getting into the product and having like oh cool i have a little i have a little buy on the back now i know who about this guy already kind of it's, like, exactly. it's like baseball and football yeah man. it's like it's that's that's why i did it for bola because like all these people will come from out of town and not know these new wrestlers sure. and then when they got the card they would read the back and then like okay now i'm ready to watch the match because i know all about this guy now now I, that, heard, that I, I had heard about the first set you actually swapped somebody out uh did you swap you somebody in and out? Like you had someone, you put someone in and said, no, he's not with us anymore. It's like that or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, that, that usually happens with PWG because the people are always missing stuff. I know in 2018, Riddle was supposed to be in it and I already made the card and then he got signed. And then I think I replaced him with Trevor Lee that year. So there's a Trevor Lee card. Uh, same thing with Sammy Guevara. I think he wasn't supposed that's to be the one, in it. That's the one I'm talking about, yeah. Sammy Guevara, yeah. I have a box somewhere. People are hitting me up, but like, because I printed extra two days before when I, they announced him, like, can we get this done? Uh, but at the time, like in PWG, he wasn't really popular. He was kind of like a heel to the crowd. So I was like, oh man, if I give these cards out, are they going to rip them up in his face? Or yeah. throw them away? <laughs> so, I mean, I got to find them, but there's like, I have a stack somewhere that I reserve for the show and not really a lot of people want it. But that was 2018 when he was like, not really liked by the crowd. So um, if I, might, I, might, I might be inclined to hit you up, up for one. Box. 
<laughs> for sure. But uh, you know, you know those white boxes that that come in. You know, sure. it's, it's somewhere. It's just you can see in the in the back. Like, like uh, something <laughs> like this. Yeah, exactly. There's a bunch of them somewhere in my house. <laughs> I might have to hit you up, man. I, I I don't have any of those cards like that, and I'd I'd love to. Actually yeah, I mean, I barely. I don't think I have any extras at all because I just have. I'm looking at my shelf, and I just have the one of each, mm -hmm. and I think that's it. Like. Usually I'll get extras and then, you know, my friends and stuff like that, but they go quick. Like yeah. when I heard the ones I made for GCW um, this past year, the, for their Japan tour, I made a set for the Japan tour. And I think two, three weeks later, they were gone, like sold That's out awesome. completely. That's so, awesome. Limited run. Yeah. Uh, do you have uh, numbers as far as what you've, what you've printed? Um, for each, cause, I mean, uh, when the time comes and I'm going to have to, we're going to update our website. We're going to have, yeah, I, I have a list somewhere on my, my laptop. Yeah. The, the checklist, I think I have my old laptop, but, um, off the top of my head, it was like, I think I've done nine sets total, like GCW I've done. Well, I'm saying like the first PWG, uh, set, how many were printed for that set? Oh, for that, it was, uh, 36, 30, oh, 36 sets. No, no, no. Uh, oh, how many sets total? Yeah. Uh, shit. I think it was like 150. 150 sets. Okay. Yeah. And I think that's kind of around the number we did each year, 150 to 200. And then high spots would print probably a little more, maybe, maybe less because they would ship all around the U S is there a difference, a difference between what you printed, what high spots ended up printing or how, how's what, how's a collector know which version they have. So uh, if you go to the live show, you'll get a special plastic case that I personally handed out. High spots will give you like a box, like a, like a paper box, but the ones that I gave you in 2018, like a special collector plastic case. And then uh, some of the chase cards were, uh, I don't know if they put them all available through high spots because I didn't ask them, but usually when I make a chase card, I'll only put it in one, one chase card in each set. And there's before chase cards, right? So then like the Pokemon thing, right? Sure. So uh, those are four. So that would have been 28, I think for two, two, 2018. I think that was like the consistent number for the Bullas. So like 28 cards, 24 for the competitors and four chase cards. Gotcha. Yeah. And then 150 sets live. And then I don't know how, how high spots did it, but. And they did, a chase, card, they did chase cards too as well in their sets. Like they mimicked exactly what you did. Yeah. For the I, yeah. They just took all my designs and reprinted them for their set. And then I think they put all four in there and I, you know, I'm, I'm not the one to make that sure. decision. I, you know, I told them like, you can do what you want, but I would recommend just one, but I think they just did it just to sell more. Kind of yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm just curious to know. I'm wondering how many sets they produced. So get and what if uh, if I'm a collector and I'm buying something from someone, how do I know I'm getting the one I got from the show as opposed to what came from High Spots? If it doesn't have a collector right. tin in it, like I'm just getting the cards yeah. themselves raw. Yeah, I think uh, well, the, the ones same, that I same originally card had, stock, same card stock. Same card stock, I think, and uh, I think the ones that I give out at the show have like a different thing because when I give out the show, like I put them in the plastic, uh, what do you call it, deck holders? Those sure. ones that hold the hold. Uh, sets so that was like the first two years and then the third year is where they did the plastic tin so okay. if you get those then that's probably the one directly from the show sure and then the ones from high spots if you happen to get a, a set and you have all the chase cards then it's probably from high spots because they're the ones giving all the chases gotcha interesting so are the when you're only doing one chase card per per set so basically you had to get four sets and hope you got four different chase cards correct well my intention was I wanted people to trade at the shows and that's what I saw people doing. Like I got, cause uh, remember the first Pokemon movie came out and they had these trading cards. Mm -hmm. And I remember when I saw the movie, all the kids before the movie were trading to make sure they got all the cards. Right. Yes. So that's what I wanted. So the first show I was like, okay, you want this chase card? I'm not going to give it to you. You have to trade with that guy who's got it. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? And then people were like trading beer and like, it was, it was hilarious. <laughs> so that's why I wanted it specifically that way for people to have that nostalgic feeling of trading again. And it, it was like every year, like every, I think the hottest one was Legion Larry, the guy who runs the receiver building. Sure. That was like the hottest chase card. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think that was the best one I made. So if you did 150 sets of 24, how many of each of the four chase are there? Floating around, I want to say probably a 25% of that number. So what, maybe 30 or 40, maybe floating around out there. So 30 of each, 40 of each. Yeah. Something like that in terms of the chases. Um, like I said, high spots, I don't know how many they printed, but I know the ones I printed for life for the show, very far and few in between. So like that's going to be, sure an, that. be an interesting, uh, checklist to put together because, uh, hopefully when we get ready, I can contact you and you can help me put, yeah, the, yeah, I'll put together the list together yeah. and then, uh, get a checklist and then, uh, even images uh, just, it's to me, images like so a customer can, a customer, a collector can actually see what they look like. For sure. Yeah. I got all that stuff saved yeah. on my laptop. I can send that to you. No problem. But, uh, you know, having that information, like, you know, how many sets were produced, how many of the chase were produced, all the little fun facts are kind of cool. So someone knows exactly what they're looking for and what, how to get. Yeah. It. Yeah. The ones we're doing this year with GCW, like I'm working on a new set now for the collective coming up in October. I was going to ask you what you're working yeah, on. Yeah. Next. Yeah. So like we're, we're making sure that we're trying to make sure we know the exact amount now. So we're trying to like go beyond and like actually like calculate and we're going to have like one of 20, two of 20 with like special, like a special uh, foil stamp. Sure. To know that's, you know what I mean? So yeah. Oh, you're going full out. He's a, a full on production company now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've gone this far. Like Chris, Chris Smith, I mentioned, like he's been my rock on this, on these projects. He's, he reached out to me. He's doing all the work, printing them and stuff. And he keeps telling me just keep doing what you're doing, designing, and we'll work this out. And, you know, he's, he's good making business uh, decisions with uh, Brett Lauderdale and stuff. Sure. So we're doing everything right. So Awesome. Um, I'm looking forward to it. And uh, yeah, like I think the next step, we can't do holographics. That's the one thing because he doesn't have a printer like that because he's sure. very, he works at a mom and pop print gotcha. shop in Arkansas. So what we're trying to aim for is these metal cards. I guess he found like a metal plate thing that he can print on. Sure. So that's kind of our next step is to do nice. metal plated cards that are super, super limited. So I think that's the next step if we can't do foil. I got to figure out how to start uh, getting these things from you guys, man. So we can have on the side or something like that. Just <laughs> half, half of my personal collection too. Well, I mean, GCW merge pretty much had all my sets for GCW. And then I think once they're gone, they're gone. Cause I don't think Brett wants to, you know, mass produce sure. so many. So uh, I think uh, GCW merge is your probably best shot to get them. And then um, if you, if you really want the PWG sets, I would recommend maybe high spots and just email directly. Sure. Cause from what I've heard, like uh, my buddy texted me the other day, he's like, they're selling some of those sets on their uh, auction. And I was like, what? They still have some. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, check it out. I and mean, if you want to, you know, still, if you want to get those PWG cards yeah, right I'm now, they're just gone. <laughs> yeah. That's bad. I'm looking for, for, for basically for images like that, just to have, but since yeah. you have all the images, you should have all the raw images anyway. So yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. So, yeah, this is uh, exciting, man. I mean, it makes me really excited to want to, as a collector who hasn't collected in a lot, a lot of time, especially with just wrestling cards. Yeah. Uh, it makes me excited to want to collect again. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. That's, that's the feeling I wanted to bring back. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't realize that there was this, like, nostalgic need for it until that first year when everyone was, like, running up to me and, like, I don't know you, but, like, is there a way I can get a set? I'll buy you beer. And I was like, yeah, anybody, I mean, anybody ever ask you to sign a card? Uh, no, but I've signed a few posters I've made by some people. And I was just like, yeah, man, of course I'll sign it for you. It was just kind of, you know, I'm not the kind of guy that was just like looking out to brand myself. You know, I'm not like a brand. I'm not going on Twitter making my own brand or anything like that. I do this for fun. You know, I'm not looking. No, but you've, you've created a brand now. You really I have. mean, I kind of did, but 
I mean, I'm not looking out to make money. You know what I mean? I just, I wanted to do it because people liked it. And I was, I saw the smiles on people's faces and that's what I wanted to bring. And um, sometimes you get inspired by like little things like uh, in 2018, like I wanted to bring this up because of Chadwick Boseman, but 2018, I didn't know what to do for the cards, right? I watched Black Panther, right? The scene where all these different tribes have all these different color schemes. And I was like, that's it. That's it. Like every wrestler's going to have a different color scheme to represent them mm-hmm. and where they come from. So it's like little things like that where I watch a movie or something like that. That's what really gets me inspired. So it's not nice. necessarily wrestling stuff, but like Black Panther really like changed the game for me in terms of like what to do with color and stuff. That's why the first two sets were like the same. You know, each is the same template, but with that third set, it was just all different colors and I wanted to elevate that. So it's not just uh, just wrestling for you. It's just it's anything whatever inspires you for that kind of stuff, which is cool. Yeah, because like uh, like those PWG posters I did, like I would just look at movie posters from back in the day and just kind of recreate those. And that's, you know, I think nowadays, I think there's all these different wrestling posters and stuff and just all these different wrestling faces and they're all like this and stuff. But sure. I much prefer the posters that are like movie posters that tell a story. Yeah, yeah. They're far more interesting. You know what I mean? That's my style. Doing like an old Star Wars type one, you know, like those, those uh, Dave Dorman yeah. type paintings like that. Yeah, yeah something yeah. like that. Yeah. I've done a couple of those and those seem to get the better reactions for people. Well, they're very nostalgic right there yourself because it reminds them of Star Wars. That's been around right. since the 70s. I yeah, mean. yeah. I did one for like Guardians of the Galaxy inspired and everyone was just like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> so I've noticed like, you know, it's that nostalgia feeling. I think people get onto you and I, that's well kind of as a collector you you, you kind of uh, really make guys like me who haven't collected in a long time want to collect again <laughs> yeah thank you thank you that's what i wanted so it's, a, it's pretty cool that you do that so well i i really appreciate you taking some time to sit down and talk about your sets so i'm looking forward to seeing some of your other sets coming out uh but i'll definitely sure. be in contact with you uh you know we can talk through twitter and stuff like that uh when we're ready to start doing some i think that's the first thing we want to do is, is tackle the independent ones because top yeah. stuff is so it's so fucking crazy to try to try to track down all the different stuff they do they put out yeah, so much yeah. product yeah, i've seen uh, so much on twitter all these different feeds and stuff it's crazy it's, ju- it's just uh the, the different levels of inserts and the parallels and it's just we'll get to it obviously we've got guys who are on top of that kind of stuff to help us but uh when it comes uh to start doing more updated stuff i'm really looking forward to doing independent stuff first for sure yeah so I, I, I got all that stuff saved up so looking forward to getting to go. <laughs> awesome man so uh i appreciate your time man and uh thank you, thank and, you for and i'm me. looking forward to your extra stuff coming out man i'm looking forward to all thank this you. stuff coming thank out thank you yeah all gcw right. the collective uh probably around october so and how can uh anybody uh is it just through twitter people can get a hold of you if they need you know like yeah uh, just hit me up on twitter yeah brian to brain on twitter and uh-huh. then just dm me uh you know if you want some graphic design work done maybe you know hit me up uh like I said, I'm not an illustrator, but I'm good at designing. I'm making, sure. like, I'm good at framing and, you know, telling stories. That's what I sure. want to do. So Awesome, man. Well, I appreciate right. it. And we'll be talking soon, okay? All right, for sure. All right, thanks, man. No Out.